This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, all of you awesome freaking people. It has been an eventful few days over here at FML Talk. In last week's episode, I told you guys that today's guest was not only in a wild narcissistic relationship, but that relationship happened to be with Daniel's best friend. Morgan Lawler from Temptation Island came on and dished on her experience dealing with her narcissistic ex and how Daniel played a toxic role in her life and their relationship. Monday afternoon, she called me in a total panic asking me to please, please, pull the episode because she was so freaked out that he and Daniel were going to come after her, try and shut down her social media, and she was literally in a complete state of anxiety-ridden panic. Obviously, we were like, what the fuck do we do? It's two days before the episode's supposed to air. It's fully edited. All of the social media stuff had been created. So I had to decide if I was going to air the episode or pull it. I myself, as you all know, am no stranger to the fear and panic that Daniel instills in people. So because I have totally been where she is, I decided that it was best not to air her episode. Even when we were recording, I could feel the fear in her voice. So here's a little clip from that episode. And it's really, it's scary because it's like an invasion of privacy. And it, it makes us kind of live in this fear bubble that they're going to come after someone. I'm in that that fear bubble right now because I'm doing this interview with you. I'm scared because I know, and I've already been threatened by Evan and Daniel, that they will shut off all of my social media. So I'm sure you all understand her nervousness and my decision to decide to pull the episode. But never fear, because the episode you are about to hear is one that we were planning on saving for a later date. I sat down with Kaylin Ward, and this episode, you guys, is even juicier and more jaw-dropping than Morgan's story. So strap in, y'all. It's about to get fucking wild. Welcome to FML Talk. Oh my god. Wait, how old was the other girl? 19. Can you believe that shit? Hey, this is Gabrielle Stone. Good book. I did not in chapter 6 yet. <gasps> he did what? 48 what a dick. Yeah, but have you seen all the photos on our Instagram? And this is FML Talk. Oh, no, she didn't. I am so fucking excited about who is sitting across from me right now. <laughs> Mostly because of the way that we came to meet, which we will talk about once we get to know you a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but your story is crazy. So I want everybody to give a warm welcome to Miss Kaylin. You will probably know her better as Naked Philanthropist on uh, on Instagram and all of those other platforms. But so tell me 
first off about when the Australian wildfires happened and that whole crazy story. I want to know it's in detail. It's actually a really funny story. Okay, tell okay. me. <laughs> so I was on a yacht okay. with my sugar daddy. Nice. <laughs> the way all good stories start. Yes. I was on a yacht for a month with my sugar daddy. Totally hated it. Didn't want to be there. We didn't have any internet. We were in the Caribbean. I had no cell service, no phone. I wasn't in contact with anybody. I didn't have social media for like a month. Just stuck on this yacht with like old people. Not fun. <laughs> So I like escaped and I'm like, I'm going to go get a hotel. I don't want to be around you guys. I'm going to leave. So I go get a hotel, finally get Wi-Fi after like a month. And I'm like on Twitter, like finally getting that fix for social media. Yeah. And I'm like drunk in my bed by myself. And I see that Australia's on fire and I'm like, just drunk crying. Like, why didn't nobody tell me? Like, what, how did I miss all of this? And I just felt like this weird, like, I'm just like missing so much not being in America, you know? So I was like drunk and I just, my drunk self was like, I'm going to tweet that anybody who donates all this money or $10, I guess it was to the Australian wildfires will get a nude photo of me. And it was like a drunk joke. Like it wasn't meant to be serious. I was totally just like fucking around. And I woke up the next morning and it was like extremely viral. I I was like hungover as fuck, had no idea what I had done the night before. And I woke up and it was just like everywhere. It was like the number one trending post on Twitter. Okay, so, but then how did people go about actually, did they donate and then say, hey, we donated? So I had them, I sent like a list of all the charities that I would like them to donate to, Uh and I let them do it to the charity of their choice, and then they had to send me a screenshot of their confirmation number. Okay. And then I had like, I didn't expect it to be huge, but when it did get huge, I just hired a team of like four or five people to cross-reference all the um, confirmation numbers and make sure that they were legit. And then- Just send them the same photo of me. Oh, my God. And we did a lot. We answered so many of them, but it got to a point where I just, like, I couldn't just answer every single person as in the photo. So how much money did you end up raising? Two million. We estimated two million. We we counted, like, a, a million, and then we just kind of did, like, an average number of, like, messages and, like, this percentage is probably real. We just yeah. estimated, and it was, like, over two million, but that was, like, our modest oh estimate. Oh, my God. It was crazy. So basically you saved Australia (laughs) with your naked body. Yes. I love that. Um, And it was the same photo that you sent to everybody. Yeah. Wow, girl. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, let's just like round of applause over here for you. That's (laughs) fucking insane. Um, So then did that kind of become a jumping off point for you on? Definitely. So before I did that, um, I was just kind of like a nobody in LA. And then before then I was engaged I on a farm mm-hmm. and I had like no followers on social media. I was like a nobody. Okay. And then that blew up. And now it's like going crazy. I probably had like 30,000 followers on like Twitter, I think before right. that. And now but I'm at like almost 500,000. And you turned it into a business. Like you mm-hmm. entrepreneured the shit out of it. And now yeah. you're killing it. Yeah. So now I do OnlyFans. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, I also manage girls, like social medias, OnlyFans, stuff like that. And I do like social media marketing. Wild. Yeah. Wild. It's crazy. So <laughs> that brings us to how you and I came to meet. Yes. Um, which is a wild fucking story. And my book fans are going to freak out over it as she takes a sip of her wine. <laughs> yeah, um, so when my first video went viral on TikTok, it was the video with... Daniel and I at our wedding and he had a pig emoji on his face and then it kind of like shared my whole story. I got a DM from you basically saying like, oh my God, are you Daniel's ex-wife? I need to talk to you. Yeah. So the, the reason that happened is I was in the middle of like a huge situation with this person. And ironically, someone sends me your TikTok 
and is like, I have a feeling this is about Daniel. I don't know why or how they knew, but they're like, someone told me that his ex wrote a book about him and then this popped up on my For You page on TikTok and like, I think this is her. Wow. And sent me all your stuff. And I was like, I have to reach out to her. This is state. We have to talk about this because I was dealing with the craziest. Yeah. Which we're going to get into and unpack. But I got to be honest, when you first messaged me, I looked you up on Instagram and totally judged you just because of your whole, you know, your page. You're you're very beautiful, very blonde, and very not clothed in a lot of your photos. So I was like, oh, God, I don't even want to go down this rabbit hole. Like, who knows the type of people that Daniel's been, like, attracting in his life. So I remember I wrote back and I was like, look, I don't really know how I can help, but... Uh, like yes you know all of your suspicions are probably true but yeah. like I I was worried to get invested into yeah. whatever he was dealing with which I feel like everybody is probably like weary of him because he's for so sure crazy yeah so then comes my Instagrams getting hacked into and me knowing that it was Daniel and mm-hmm. I actually reached out to you being like, girl, what the fuck? Because I remembered Dude. you had said something that had happened that was similar to you. Okay, so Morgan actually reached out to me right after I messaged you. No context. just goes, here's my number. Call me. And I'm like, who is this person? This is so mysterious. All, I have to call her. All the girls coming together. But I had no idea who she was. It's just a random girl. Was And I just like, my, my brain was like, this has to be about him. Right. I have to call her. And as soon as I call her, she goes... Daniel's a scammer. Don't trust him. And I'm like, who is this? <laughs> like, Hi, you're right. But like, who, who are, are you? To? And she just goes in and tells me all these things about him. And she's like, um, you know, his ex wrote a book about him. I'm like, yeah, I reached out to her. I'd love to talk to her about it. And she's like, well, you can talk to me about it. Let me know what's happening. And everything I was telling her, she was like, I was there. She was like, I was in the room. Yeah. You were over and I had to hide. And it was just all these weird things coming into play. And I'm like, the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's like all these weird wires that are crossing. Summer is here and life is not slowing down for us anytime soon. One of the things we have continuously relied on making our lives so much easier is factor meals. No prep, no mess, no cleanup meals. I have really been off the wagon with my eating since having my son and for my health, my wellness, and my mental sanity, I have been switching my dinners to more healthy options from factor. They have 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, so I never get bored. And Tay is continuously shocked every time he sits down to eat one because they are so freaking tasty. They have breakfast, lunches, dinners, and desserts. It's a treat to have restaurant-quality food that is so easy to prepare and doesn't come with the insane Postmates bill. Head to factormeals.com slash FMLtalk50 and use code FMLtalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code FMLtalk50 at factormeals.com slash FMLtalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Enjoy, FMLers. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. 
Download the new Bumble now. Okay, so tell me the story from the beginning of like how you and Daniel came to be in that whole drama saga. (laughs) So I was at a party and was with a bunch of like influencers and stuff like that, like Instagram people. And I met Daniel and I don't know if anybody knows, but he's obviously like in that space, social media influencer space. And just got really drunk and went, went home with him and was having fun. We were talking about business. We were talking about, like, social media and stuff like that. Went home with him. And then... To his home? No, no, no. He went okay. to my home. Got it, got it. <laughs> um, and then he just kind of, like, tried really hard to stay in my life. And I was like, okay, whatever. It was, like, a one-time thing for me. And then he just kept, like, showing up or, like, bringing me food or, like, wanting to come over or wanting to talk business. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was in a business relationship with somebody who was his friend and we also shared an attorney. And Daniel somehow weaseled his way into my life and convinced me that these people were not supposed to be in business with me and that these mm-hmm. people were screwing me over. And he was like, really had me paranoid. And he was like, this person, they're fucking you over. They're stealing all your money. They're going to scam you. And I was like, oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> like my right. idiot ass was like, oh, my God, I have to fire them. That's not idiot ass. That's fucking you're being manipulated by a narcissist. He's very manipulative. So, yeah. So okay. he, but he didn't outwardly say that he wanted to be in business with me. He was like, I don't want to be in business with you. I'm just helping you. You right. know, I'm just giving you advice. It's just friendly advice that I care about you. Sure. So I fired my attorney. I got rid of my business partner, who's an angel, by the way. Yeah. Got rid of my business partner and then just kind of just started to do my thing on my own. And then a couple, you know, weeks or months later, Daniel started weaseling his way in and saying, you know, I can help you with your business. Right. I can do this. And this is about the time that people were coming to me and saying, did you know Daniel has a girlfriend? Mm. And I'm like, really? You're like, that's interesting because we already fucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, we've been fucking for months. And uh, so I bring it up and they're all showing me this is his girlfriend. They're obviously public on her Instagram. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I ask him and I'm like, why didn't you just tell me you had a girlfriend? Right. And he's like... Well, we've been together for three years and we're broken up. It's just, she's like my best friend. It's just a hard breakup and I don't want to like, you know, kick her out. I just feel bad because she's just such a sweet person. Right. So he's like, so she does live with me, which is like, so you live, that's why you're at my house all the time. Right. <laughs> like she does live with me, but I just don't have the heart to kick her out yet, but she's trying to find a new place. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to see you yeah. or be in contact with you while your ex-girlfriend lives with you, period. So we kicked her out. What? Yeah, I said that to him, and he just kicked her out and made her go live with her parents. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And so I just believed that he finally had the balls to be like, all right, we're done. But really, he just kicked his girlfriend out of his house so he could cheat on her. Great. They would never win her. Okay. And then he and I go into business together, and he has me convinced that he and his ex- girlfriend mm-hmm. are just friends and then tries to get me to be friends with her so then i become kind of friends with this girl oh my god with and laurel he, yes and he wants me to do collabs with her on instagram and one day i'm at his house and we're talking business mind you we're sleeping together right and she comes over and my assistant's there and he's having he's just really making this whole thing messy he wants my assistant to start working for her and he wants she and i to collab together and start working together so all four of us were in the kitchen together and then i realized like the way that laurel is talking she's like oh i don't know if i can post this on OnlyFans. is this okay with you uh, and i'm like wait you guys are not broken up 
And it happened like I was right there. Right. And I was just like, this shit's messy. Well, they say don't shit where you eat, but he literally like made a shit smoothie and drank it in front of all of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh he my God. He didn't care at all. And then he still was trying to lie to me and I'm like, okay, whatever. So I cut it off and I told him, why don't we just work together, do business together? I don't want it to be messy. I would rather just keep it strictly business. Right. So for a few months we did that and I started seeing someone. I was in a relationship. And then um, my assistant kind of, she was really not working out well for me. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like transitioned her to only working for Laurel. And then, you know, Daniel and I were in business together and he had this contract with me where he was going to grow my Instagram account in his scammy Instagram growth business. Right. Which I've heard all about. (laughs) Yeah. Which is a Ponzi scheme. Right. (laughs) Um, So he's like, oh, I'm going to grow you and get you all these new followers. I'm going to get you a million new followers in exchange for 5% of your OnlyFans, which is a substantial amount of money. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, let's pause for a second because that's a very substantial amount of money. You make a shitload of money on OnlyFans. And so I'm like, million followers, 5% for nine months. That's really not like too bad, you know? Right. So I gave him 5% of my OnlyFans and it happened for maybe a month. And then I realized that all this growth he was doing was fake. Right. Fake Instagram followers, fake engagement. It was ruining my account. Yeah. And so I have all these followers, but they're not real. And so my engagement just literally, when I had... 100,000 followers, I was getting more likes than I did when I had 400,000 followers. Right, right. So I realized that this was like super scammy. And separate from this contract, we were also going into business together on a management company. Mm -hmm. And I reached out to him and I was like, hey, no, like not no shade or anything, but like my engagement's like going down. So like what we need to fix this. Yeah. And he just went off. He was like, well, this is not my problem. This is you because your content sucks ass. (gasps) He was like, it's not my business that's harming your account. It's you. You just need better posts. It's just you're not posting so that people want to see. So nobody's Uh engaging with you. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe he's right. You know, maybe you just need to step (laughs) in my content. Um, And then finally, I realized he wasn't going to let me out of this contract with him. And he was sending me fake followers running my account. So I got an attorney involved. And I just had him send Daniel a letter just saying basically that the co- the contract was, you know, invalid and that I was going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So Daniel sent me this super nasty message. It was like, I would have let you out of the contract. And like, I think it's super shitty and it's bullshit. But just to, because I'm a nice guy, I'm going to let you out of the contract. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever. Which really means because your attorney scared the shit out of me. Exactly. Now he, let you out of the contract. He, he has to be the person in, in, in control of everything. Yeah. He's like, nobody can have the upper hand on me. Right. I, I'm the one to let you out. Right. It was me. Yeah. So I get out of the contract and then I kind of slowly drift away from being in business with this person because he's a scammer. And I started to realize this. And one day I'm at my house during quarantine, get my nails done. I'm a nail artist. All my friends are there. My really good friend who like is this, like she writes music. She's super amazing. Basically people that I really wanted to have a good impression of me. Right. We're at my house. We're all getting our nails and having a girl's day. And my old assistant barges in my house, just a mess, just like crying and like screaming. And I'm like, hi, what's up? And she's like, Daniel's going to sue me. Laurel's in danger. You need to help me. And I'm like, hold on, slow down. What's going on? And she's like, I told Laurel that you and Daniel were sleeping together. And now Laurel's missing. And what? Daniel's suing me for a million dollars and he's threatening me. And I can't talk to Laurel. And I think she's in danger. You have to help me. 
Okay. First of all, you can't sue someone for telling someone the truth. Like, that's not a thing. I know. Secondly, wait. Okay. I, I wish you guys could see me because my mouth is just sitting here dropped open and I'm pretty sure my producers is too. Okay. All right. So keep continue. <laughs> so she's like just a mess and she's like, I was texting Laurel and because they're really, they got really close. And yeah. she was like, I just couldn't lie to her. I had to tell her, you know, that her boyfriend was cheating on her with you. And I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have done that, but I just had to do it. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. It's already happened. We'll figure it out. And she's like, but I was texting her. And then all of a sudden she stopped texting me and Daniel started texting me from her phone. Yeah. And he took her phone. She wasn't allowed to use it. He blocked everybody on social media, including myself, my old assistant and made sure that Laurel had no contact with any of us and was like, and my old assistant had her spare phone because that's where she would work off of. And he was like, we're coming to get her phone right now. And in order for um, you to not get sued, you have to give us the phone and then you have to sign this paperwork saying that you'll never say anything about us ever again and all this stuff. She was like, I'm not signing that. Oh He's like, God. well, you have to. And if you don't sign it, I'm suing you. So he was threatening her, which is right. super illegal. That You're supposed to go through an attorney for yeah. that kind of stuff. And like false threats that are never going to be able to be carried out. But. but he was just like, she was terrified. She was yeah. absolutely terrified, yeah. freaking out. And I'm like, girl... You know, Laurel wants to be in that relationship. Maybe she's in danger, but, like, she's choosing to be there. She's yeah. choosing to be manipulated and believe this man who's lying to her. Right. And basically, Daniel convinced Laurel that he never cheated on her, that I was lying and I was making it up. My old assistant was making it up to, like, harm them in their relationship because we hate them so much. Right. So then after this, um, should I go into, like, the serious stuff that happened? Oh, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, Everyone's just eating popcorn and drinking tea at this point, so please. It gets worse. <laughs> So I'm, like, going about my merry life. I'm, like, whatever. I don't really care about this stuff. I'm a pretty, like, chill person. I don't really get phased by too many things. Yeah. So I'm, like, whatever. This is going to blow over. Right. I get a letter in my email from his attorney, a cease and desist, threatening that, if, first of all, if I don't respond in 24 hours, on a Sunday, <laughs> I get an email saying, if you don't respond in 24 hours, we're going to sue you for $500,000 for, for slander and breach of contract and all these just lists of things. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Well, <laughs> girl, I wrote a fucking book about the dude and like, he can't sue me for slander. Like there's laws that protect like, that. And I don't think he actually knows what that word means, but. And then I get a text from Daniel, just this whole long threat, which is also illegal. If somebody's yeah. being represented by counsel, legal counsel. Right. Can't really like send them legal notices through text and nor can his attorney, which they did. They never sent it to my legal counsel. They right. sent it directly to me. Super illegal. Yeah. Anyways, I just kind of ignore it because I'm that kind of person. I just don't really care. Yeah. Just sue me. Whatever. It, we're in COVID. You're not going to go to court for like two years. Right. <laughs> your business is in Canada. You don't pay your taxes. Like, sue me. <laughs> so that happens. And then I don't get a response, which I know pissed him off because mm-hmm. he's so egotistical and he has to be in like the powerful position all the time. Yeah. He didn't get the response he wanted. So I'm sitting in bed with my boyfriend one day and I get a notice on my phone and it's from Verizon. And it's like... We're on the phone with you right now. If this isn't you, call us. And I'm like, this isn't me. So I call Verizon. And because of COVID, they were closed. So I'm like, shit. So then I'm like trying to check my emails. And then my phone stops working. And my service got shut off. And I'm like trying to make calls. Oh, my God. And I'm like, babe, my phone isn't working. So I'm like trying to call people. And it's like, this call cannot be completed right now. So I'm freaking out. And then I like get all these notices pop up on my phone. Apple. Apple, Apple. And I'm like checking in. It's like, 
your Apple ID is being used in so-and-so like Los Angeles. Your Apple ID has been changed. You're being logged out of your Apple ID. And then oh, I'm like, fuck. My God. And it's like saying my Apple ID is being used somewhere and it shows like a map on my phone. And right. I'm freaking out. So I go to my email and all these emails keep popping up. And it's like, your Apple ID name has been changed to Ashley Keys. Your birthday has been changed. Your backup email has been changed. Your phone number has been changed. And I'm sitting here watching it all happen in front of my face. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, my God. So I'm like reading all my emails. And as I'm reading them, they're all disappearing in front of my eyes. I'm like, I'm not deleting these. Where are they going? And so I realized whoever's doing this to me not only has my Apple ID and my phone number, they also have all my emails. So what this person did is somehow they figured out my password to my Verizon account. Mm -hmm. They SIM swapped my phone number and put my phone numbers on one of their devices. And then they were able to use two-factor authentication to log into my Apple ID, my emails, my social medias, my banks, every single account I've ever owned, my GoDaddy account. Oh my everything God. logged into all of it using two-factor authentication yeah. and got my passwords and had email and they would re- they reset all of my passwords they reset all of my recovery emails they did a fucking phenomenal job yeah whoever it is kudos to them daniel yeah job. well whoever daniel paid to no, do that see, or you think it was really so him in the moment it. i'm thinking this person's a fucking professional yeah this person's a professional hacker but then i realized so I'm calling everybody. And my first thought is my fucking assistant. Right. Right. Is hacking me because she's the only one that had my password. Right. And so I call her and she's like, I swear to God, it wasn't me. Blah, blah, blah. And then two hours later, she calls me and she goes, I got an email from GoDaddy yesterday mm-hmm. before I got hacked yesterday that somebody logged in from a different device and changed your password. And then she goes, and then I realized... That when you and Daniel were working together, I gave him your GoDaddy password. Oh, my God. Which was the same password to my Verizon account Ugh. and, like, a few of my random accounts. Yeah. And all the – I, like, cross-referenced and all the accounts that they first got into were without two-factor authentication were the accounts with the same password as my wow. GoDaddy. Yeah. Wow, dude. And I thought I felt fucking violated when my Instagrams went away. I mean, I that's unreal. was – petrified i literally felt like somebody was gonna like murder me like yeah not really but like when every single aspect of your life yeah, is on this dude. device and like and that's your livelihood and your business they wiped my laptop like wiped swiped my hard drive my laptop rebooted and burnt because my fan was working so hard because it was deleting so many things that my ipad just went and died like i can't i had to throw it away wiped my ipad wiped all of my phones 20,000 photos and videos that I've had over the past few years that I use to make money off of because I do social media and OnlyFans. Yeah. Every single piece of content gone on Daniel's phone now. All of my contacts, my family's information, my social security number, my my EINs for my businesses, my boyfriend's name, my best friend's name. Every single fucking embarrassing photo, every piece of information was out of my hands and in Daniel's hands. And I know it was him. Yeah. I know. So this is all happening for like three days. I'm going to the police. They don't care. I get a personal investigator. He's investigating. I get the FBI involved. Like this, I'm still currently in the process of like yeah. actually prosecuting this person. Because with COVID, everything is so busy with everything. And this is like a very special case. Like this doesn't happen all the time. No. Especially with somebody that you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's a lot. But And I, I feel like it's crazy because obviously you and I didn't know each other on in any way, shape, or form. Neither did Morgan and I. Neither did you and Morgan. And 
this one person who's fucking all these different people over has now brought us all together. Yeah. What do you think his reaction is going to be when he realizes that we're all friends now? He's going to shit himself. <laughs> like, actually, <laughs> like, this person's going to lose their shit. Because he's, he's a, you know, he's the type of person that he feels so powerful. And, like, when he does something and fucks someone over, he's genuinely like, I'm the coolest person on the planet. Yeah. And when he realizes that all comes, like, crumbling down, he's going to fucking shit himself. He might die. He might, like... Just spontaneously combust. <laughs> yes. He might just die and, like... And it's honestly, it's a testament to, I think, women that I, being his ex-wife, can sit across from a table with you who was having sex with him for a number of months and has also been fucked over by him, and we can bond over that and Isn't it funny be how totally happens? normal. Yeah. Totally normal. And and it's... It's almost, like, better because... Uh, completely. When you go through the same... Because, you know, like, in life... It's so it sucks to like vent to people about your problems because somebody really understands. Yeah, and even people if are like, oh yeah, we've all been cheated on, we've all gone through this, and they're like, yeah, yeah whatever. But when you can share an experience with somebody with the same, you don't person. have to like try to convince them how sad you are, how it feels, because they know. Yeah, you know, we know, you know. Yeah, when you've all <laughs> you know. been personally, it's like raise your hand if you've been personally victimized by Regina George. Only it's like fucking Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's wild, dude, and I'm so sorry that you had to fucking go through all that. It, I know just from having my two pages disabled, it's so fucking violating. They tried to do that to me, and luckily, like, I know people on in Instagram. Yeah. Like, I've had my account deleted so many times. I've gotten yeah. verified. I, I have connections. Got my accounts back. They actually used my personal, like, private account where only my friends and family are there and posted, like, photos of my acne. And, like, what? weird shit. They were posting, like, embarrassing photos from my camera roll. And, like, oh we're posting, like, God. the most embarrassing photos of me. And they were messaging, like, random people, like, my family and friends, being like, do you want to hang out? And they're like, yeah, sure. They're like, okay, we have to pay me. Like, acting like I was an escort to, like, my friends. And they were like... Oh, my God, dude. They were, like, messaging some of my closest friends and being like, ew, ugly. Just weird stuff. Like, why? how do they have the time to do that? Right. Like, really, how do they have the time? And they didn't even have the, like, brain power to, like hide their IP address. Right. Well, and that's what's so funny because, you know, I'm sure when he disabled both of my Instagram accounts, he wasn't planning on the fact that... I connected you with somebody who works for Instagram. Who's higher up than any of them could ever imagine. Yeah, a little context. It's like... She reaches out to me because she gets her accounts disabled and she's like, how do I do this? How do I get my accounts back? I'm like, I have the perfect person. Here you go. And (laughs) what's even better is they hate Daniel too. Yeah. It's amazing how many people that I've connected with from this one situation that have been like, oh my God, I will help you till the ends of the earth because I hate that. We all know what's going on. This guy's not that like good at what he does. Clearly. And it's like, it's only a matter of time until karma's just gonna come and eat him alive. Oh yeah. It's happening. I'm so thankful that you have popped into my life. um, And I'm so glad that I've gotten to know you and not just judge you on your first like (laughs) appearance because you're such a cool chick and you do so much for charity and such good work for other people. And I'm so happy that, uh, thank you, that the bad, the badness of Daniel brought us together. Yes. So I feel like I have so many more people to meet. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. He has like a they, whole roster of people. They keep coming just, out of the woodwork. So. Yes. Until then. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs>
I really, really want to thank Kaylin for coming on here and being so raw and bold with me and just no filter. I'm so glad I have gotten to know what a down-to-earth smart woman she is, which is such a reminder to never judge a person by their Instagram photos. I'm also excited because until there are any further developments, which I hope there aren't, this episode concludes our ridiculous ex-husband saga. It's so crazy to me that myself, Kaylin, Morgan, and who knows how many others have been violated and affected by this individual in such a heinous way. Let it be a reminder to you all that people may be able to do wrong by you, hack into your shit, instill fear in you, but they can't take away your voice. They can't control how you choose to react, how you choose to move forward. They can't determine how your energy vibrates. And when you keep your energy high, you attract the types of situations and the types of people that you want in your life. And that, my friends, is the biggest fuck you. Next week, we're going to take a little break from all the heavy drama and talk about something I get asked about constantly which is solo travel. I am so excited to dive into this and give you all my tips and tricks and favorite places and all the amazing things that travel can bring into your life. I will see you all next week. I'm starting to get pictures and see all of you guys in your merch, which is making me so freaking happy. Uh, if you haven't gotten any of the sweatshirts or t-shirts or masks, they're all up on the website, eatprayfml.com, where you can also get your signed book. I'm seeing a lot of people grab those for Christmas gifts and do little self-love packages, which is freaking awesome. And make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. DM us uh, with anything specific that you want to hear or see on the show. And if you have an FML story, send us a DM and we will send you instructions on how to record to possibly be on the show. Until next Wednesday, guys, sending you lots of love. Mwah. Welcome to As a Woman, Fertility Hormones and Beyond. I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Crawford, and I am a fertility physician and co-founder of Fora Fertility in Austin, Texas. We will talk about a wide range of topics, including the menstrual cycle, your hormones, infertility, IVF, mental health, and well, beyond. So join us and become part of the community of collaboration that amplifies others as a woman. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.